Summit Medical Group is the largest physician-owned multi-specialty medical group in New Jersey. Now helping you live well and stay well with SMG Radio. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Osteoporosis is a common disorder that causes a progressive loss in bone density and mass, and it can result in bones that can become weak and thin and easily fractured. And it's estimated that more than 1.3 million osteoporosis-associated fractures occur every year in the United States. My guest today is Dr. Rashmi Srinivas. She specializes in family medicine at Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show, Dr. Srinivas. Tell us about osteoporosis. What is it? And how do we even know if it's something that we have? So thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, osteoporosis literally means porous bone. Um, it literally means that bone is much more easily fractured um, and uh, you know, really compromises bone strength. It's really a pediatric onset with geriatric manifestations. The reason I say that is because prevention is key to this disease. Um, really need to start at, the, at a young age because our peak bone mass is around the age of 30, and after that there's a gradual you know, plateau and then a, a gradual decline of our bone density. Um, you know, the main uh, areas where uh, fractures can occur with osteoporosis are the spine, the hip, forearm, but other sites are also possible. Um, and it's also a silent disease um, because bone is lost and then there may be no signs or sometimes until it may be too late. Um, one way to, again, get screened, which is very important for osteoporosis, is through a bone de- a density testing. It's called a DEXA scan, um, and it's recommended universally for all women ages 65 and older. But for women who are younger than 65, um, you know, certainly with certain risk factors as a past history of a hip fracture or a family history of osteoporosis, um, history of, you know, smoking, alcohol use, uh, chronic use of steroids, um, history of rheumatoid arthritis or certain other chronic medical conditions, certainly uh, would be recommended to get screened earlier. So we get screened where? Is this something we ask our doctor to do? Because I, I see bone density scans being offered up at clinics all over the place and even some health clubs. Where do you advise we get them? Yes, I would definitely advise you to go to your primary care physician um, and Usually what they'll do, they'll write you a script for a bone density scan, and then you can go to any local um, you know, places that offer it. The health clubs are fine, but also um, usually a lot of the radiologist departments um, will offer this. And it's a really, you know, it's a quick procedure. There's not much radiation involved. There's no anesthesia involved. And they really look uh, to scan the hip, the uh, spine region, and measure your bone density. And then that will get them report will get sent back to the doctor, and the doctor then com- can communicate with the patient what the results are. Once we find out the results, Dr. Srinivas, we'd like to prevent it. And as you say, it's, it's, it's something we can start in childhood and work toward as an adult. So what do you think are the most important aspects of prevention of this bone mineral loss? So a couple of things. Um, adequate intake of calcium and vitamin D are key things. Um, Really, uh, I'll just discuss briefly, um, calcium is essential for lots of different things, including the heart and muscles and nerves, but also very important in bones um, and to strengthen bone. Um, Inadequate calcium intake definitely contributes to the development of osteoporosis. So it's very important that we get enough of this uh, mineral 
Um, it's mainly absorbed through the small intestine. Um, so ways to get it in sources definitely are um, dairy, um, you know, different food sources. Um, you know, dairy is one biggie, um, different uh, fish, uh, <clears throat> green vegetables. Um, so these are, like, really common. And a lot of the different food products are now fortified with calcium. So it's important that we get enough of it. And, and it really varies by age group how much, you're, you know, it's recommended that you get. Um, vitamin D is another vitamin that there's a lot of research ongoing about this vitamin, but the body needs vitamin D to absorb calcium. So if you're not getting enough vitamin D, you can't even absorb the calcium that you're intaking. So, and that leads to, obviously, weaker bones and then goes to um, fracture, um, as we discussed earlier. And ways to get vitamin D are through the skin, through the sunlight, UV light, you know, just about 10 to 15 minutes out in the sun, more in the midday. Um, you can get vitamin E that way. It can convert to an active form in the body, as well as through diet. A lot of the uh, you know, freshwater fish, um, again, a lot of the uh, dairy products are now fortified with vitamin D. Um, so those are important ways. Um, and supplements, obviously, if you are deficient in vitamin D, something that can be measured in the blood, and certainly supplements are important. And, again, the recommendations of how much you need to get varies by age. So when do we need or know that we need to supplement? If we're not getting calcium, should we be eating Tums? If we're not getting our vitamin D, when do we know that we need to supplement these things with, with you know, where people are wearing sunscreen now, so they're not getting as much vitamin D just naturally from the sun. When do we know that we need to supplement? So certainly, um, you know, if you know that you're deficient, that's one thing. But if you don't know, you know, certainly the, your primary care doctor can test you through the blood, you know, the calcium level as well as vitamin D level. And certainly looking into your diet, you know, if you're not getting, you're not uh, having a balanced diet of green vegetables, you know, fish, dairy, these are ways to see, okay, you may be calcium deficient. Certainly, um, you know, if you are a thin female, uh, you know, with the white and Asian ethnicity, um, you're more predisposed so sometimes to check um, to know, if, you know, you do, if you are calcium vitamin D deficient, it's important that way. And certain medications can also inhibit um, calcium vitamin D absorption, so, uh, certainly like proton pump inhibitors. You know, if you've been chronically on those medications, you can. Um, and certainly smoking um, definitely uh, predisposes you to this. And as well as alcohol, apparently inhibits calcium absorption. So, you know, more than uh, moderation, moderate use of alcohol intake can predispose you to a deficiency. So that may be a clue to testing for. And certainly, certain chronic medical conditions like celiac disease, certain malabsorption states, because calcium and vitamin D are mainly absorbed through the small intestine. So certainly, those diseases or surgery that you've had to take out the small bowel may be a clue to get your calcium vitamin D tested and then to maybe require supplementation. What role does weight-bearing exercise and activity play in prevention of osteoporosis? Thank you so much for bringing that up. Weight-bearing exercises are so important because really, um, you know, when you are exercising, the muscles, you know, are uh, contracting, and that pulls on the bones, and that strengthens the bone. So really something that will, you know, weight, you know, lightweight, whether it's lightweight or walking, hiking, jogging, climbing stairs, playing tennis, these are all just various ways to get, you know, weight-bearing exercises. And it's so important 
from early stages to the prevention of osteoporosis because, again, it strengthens the bones and, again, um, helps to prevent fractures. So it's really important that our children even start because as children, if we give them that weight-bearing activity and, and jumping and playing, then it can lead into a healthier, bone-healthy adult, true? Absolutely. I mean, I can't reinforce that enough that, you know, you know kids who are hopefully going, you know, in school, being active in the gym and also at, at home, you know, that also gets their parents involved and it could be a whole, you know, family activity, which I absolutely encourage because... Again, uh, prevention is key in this, in this disease process. So, Dr. Srinivas, in just the last minute or so, give your best advice for osteoporosis and the prevention of it as we grow into adults. I would just say again that um, you know we got to start young and you know uh, young and healthy because you may not have any signs or symptoms of osteoporosis till maybe too late um, when you get a fracture. And, you're hospitalized, so really need to try to prevent that. And the best way to do that is to definitely get enough calcium and vitamin D, you know, diet, whether it's diet or whether it's, you know, enough sunlight for vitamin D sources or supplementation is very important. And then definitely exercise, you know, exercise as much as possible. Um, you know, it's definitely recommended for kids, you know, most days of the week to stay active and for adults at least, you know, to get 150 minutes or so per week of exercise. And definitely go get checked um, if you think you are deficient in calcium vitamin D at your primary care doctor's office and get screened for this if you are age 65, you know, woman age 65 or older, or if you have risk factors younger at, th- at that point. So definitely encourage you to be proactive in your health um, to, again, prevent osteoporosis. Thank you so much. You're listening to SMG Radio. And for more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day.